0: The podcast is brought to you by GetPunk.com, the internet's best source for punk vinyl. Check out the site, pick up some vinyls, and use the offer code STRUGGLE at checkout. That will give you 10% off your order. Again, the word is STRUGGLE, S-T-R-U-G-G-L-E. Use the offer code STRUGGLE for 10% off your order at GetPunk.com. Hey everybody, welcome to the Struggling Artist Podcast. This week, my guests are Casey, Dan, and Aaron from the podcast, The Itch, formerly known as Rock Matters. The Itch originally started as a radio show uh, at the college that these gentlemen went to, and they kept it running for 16 years up until this past year uh, with the pandemic and everything else that was going on. They had to step away for a bit. Then they decided to bring it to a podcast level, and they called it Rock Matters, um, but now they're relaunching it as just the itch, so they keep everything under one umbrella, which is, you know, it's it's a good idea, um, <clears throat> and uh, they, they know their shit when it comes to, to, to rock music, that's for sure. Uh, it was a pleasure to sit down with these guys and just kind of chop it up with them about, about music, about their podcast, about their chemistry, and uh, things they enjoy in life, and uh, I hope you guys enjoy it. This is Struggling With The Itch. <laughs> hey, guys. It's Trev again. I completely forgot. Um, friend of the show, guest of the show, Scott Wick, was kind enough to write a little rhyme for the Struggling Artist podcast, and I wanted to play it. Um, he gave it to me, but I had a log of already stuff already recorded with intros and everything, so I didn't have a place to put it, and now I do. So I want you guys to, uh, to listen to it. This is, um, this is from Scott Wick. You guys can check him out on the Twitter. He's a big part of Dopey Nation, friends of the Movie Seller podcast, and, and friends of the Struggling Artist podcast. Um, I hope you guys enjoy it. All right, and then after that, we'll be struggling with the itch.
1: Yo, it's Wick. It's the
2: struggling artist
1: podcast. This is
2: my shit. Shout out to Ovi Nation, shout out to the movie seller, shout out to fucking Ben C., Jeff Lefty Hey, Trevor, man. Keep doing your thing, homie. Keep them f's coming, bro. Hey, I told y'all I come through for you though, did not. Yeah, fucking vibe with me. Yo. Struggling artist, that he fire like he's Satan. Hot like ovens, dropping ups like pizza making. Sounding crisp like he topping it with bacon. Up your fist, cause he the opposite of faking. Watch some bitch and we the Duke like Walter Payton. Take a glimpse of the that we play making. Count your picks like a motherfucking Raymond. You struggling, I'm the motherfucking same man. It's about what you get, boy, ain't about, boy, what you taking. It's about how we live, boy, we ain't about that sugar glazing. We change up like a raisin. They swing that change of change. Of. We stay up, they this It's layup they just shoot crazy. Yo, that's amazing. I do this to fight the cravings. I do this without the blaming. I bleed it, it's just not gaming. Stellar it, dweller, I'm claiming. That dopey nation proclaiming it struggling. Artists are I'm singing.
3: fine well there, fine. there's been times where we where we record our show and like each of our tracks will be like a half a second to a second off yeah so then you have to you have to find that magic spot to cut with each with each track yeah yeah because yeah.
0: even if you try to line it up like it'll be messed up later down the road so exactly it's all trial yeah. and error man <laughs>
4: yeah yeah so it's it's yeah it's time consuming but i find it's worth it at the end of the day
0: yeah oh definitely and- it definitely is especially when you have something that you created and then like you know, you you kind of line it all up, and you get it all, and it sounds good. It's. I went to um. I went to broadcasting school. For, oh, nice. Yeah, and like, I never really wanted to do any editing until I actually did it, and it was so like satisfying. Yeah. You know? <laughs> yeah. Once you're done with a project, it's so satisfying seeing it put together. <laughs>
5: so. Are you Are you just talking about sound editing, or are you do like do you like editing songs too?
0: No, I've never done editing. So I I don't know okay. anything. I, I I'm so musically declined <laughs> <laughs> uh yeah i just stick to listening to it <laughs> okay. but I, I
4: i know why he's asking i don't know if you want to save any of that for yeah we'll no, know if you we'll started save. recording we'll, or that, if
0: you yeah wanna... we're recording keep keep it going we're just...
4: oh, oh, all right good <laughs> oh,
5: yeah. yeah the only reason why is because we have a radio show that we did for 16 years before we started doing the podcast um and it's the i i fucking hated it i hated editing music <laughs> and i'll be quite honest because for one i it, it, it's censorship they're just words and i literally you know there's some songs that like you will either take away the meaning by editing their songs or you change the whole song by editing it or it just sounds like shit after editing it and i hate it so that's why i was asking yeah yeah
0: so let's get into that first off how did you how did all three of you guys meet um i i I guess I, well i mean there's going to be an intro and stuff but yeah yeah, i'm talking to the gentleman from the podcast rock matters right is that is that the proper name it is, and um, it's changing, we, right? <laughs> we uh, well,
4: I I was gonna bring that up to you. I would I would say call us just call the us itch. the itch the because itch. that's the All name right. of the radio show that the podcast is spawned perfect, out of. Perfect, perfect, perfect. So um, this is my we've f- this gone is my by.
0: first foursome, and it's nothing anything like I thought it would be. <laughs> <laughs> and and now there's an itch involved. So, yeah, totally <laughs> we got to be careful, careful about that. Yeah, <laughs> 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 All
1: right.
0: So I got the gentleman from the itch, which is the podcast is just going to be called the itch, right? You're just, and that was yes, the name probably. of the radio show,
2: right? Yes. All right, so
0: yeah, see, so you guys are putting your brands together, which is a good thing. Um, we have Aaron, Casey, and Dan, Dan or Daniel? Dan's fine. Dan's fine. Okay. I just want to make sure. Um, <laughs> And these, these <laughs> gentlemen, they, they work very well together and they have very good uh, chemistry behind the mics and it stemmed from apparently a radio show. So before the radio show, how did you guys meet? We'll start with that.
4: <laughs> oh, okay. I'll, I'll let you guys start. Cause you yeah, yeah. know each All other right. longer than I yeah,
5: have. I, yeah. I actually met Casey in high school, to be honest. Um, yep. We've known each other since sophomores in high school, 10th grade. Uh, we had a couple classes together, and um, it just kind of continued from there. We went to college, and both of us, when we got into college, realized that we wanted to do the radio broadcasting thing. Um, and he kind of had a love for classic rock music. I had a love for modern r- rock music, and we both knew that about each other. Um, and so we kind of started accumulating friends with the same interest, um, <laughs> yeah. and kind of put in our our work and and made a good name for ourselves at the radio station there at the university. Uh, and about would you say about a year, just a little bit over a year and a half? Yeah.
3: After a year. Yeah. yeah.
5: Yeah. Of us going there, we decided to uh, pitch the radio show to the management and they decided that, you know, it was actually, and just to kind of explain where our name came from when we were pitching the radio show, uh, the, the general manager said, you know, in order for me to really approve this, you guys have to fill some kind of niche. And Casey said, one that needs to be scratched. Yep. And we just looked at him like, "What the fuck are you talking about?" <laughs> uh, I mis- so, I misheard him.
1: Yes. <laughs> so that's how accident. the show
5: came to be called the Itch. That's right. Because we felt that we were scratching that niche that needed to be filled in <laughs> St. Louis
4: radio. <laughs> we so, were mixing metaphors or something in there. Yeah.
5: So, what was
0: the niche? Like, what was what was your hook for the for the show? Just rock music. Like, we
5: wanted the show to focus on rock music in general because um, St. Louis radio has gone through like a, a plethora of rock stations and, um, because of different laws that were passed, we had really good stations that had to change. Um, and it just felt like when we went to college or when I was in high school, like I felt like all the good stations had left. So it was my dream to basically kind of bring good rock music back to St. Louis radio
4: airwaves. If I can add a little context to that one. Um, yeah. So St. Louis does have plenty of rock stations one thing that we found that was beneficial to us was, yeah, we were college kids in a college radio station. So it wasn't, you know, quite the level of publicity obviously as a, a big station, but it was just everything you would hear on those stations was the same 10 bands and that kind of thing over and over. And so we were like, there needs to be a place where new lesser known things can get a break. Even if it's just three guys, three hours a week on a Sunday night, and, and we had the freedom to do that because we, uh, the Lindenwood, the university we went to their, their format, what they play typically is called triple a. Um, so it's kind of like, I don't know. How'd you guys describe it? Adult contemporary. Yeah. Yeah. That's... It's like, it's music. That's safe. Very safe. Like think like a mayor kind of, kind of stuff. Okay. Like it's not necessarily bad, <clears throat> like a, but it's, we, it's, I think, I think we great. call that
0: like soft rock, <laughs>
4: it's not great. soft rock kind of yeah. stuff. Yeah. Kinda, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so we found this opportunity where, like, we could play literally anything we wanted as long as you know it wasn't f bombs flying around on the <laughs> on the air. Hence, <laughs> hence Dan hating to edit, yeah. and because we had to censor songs ourselves because we weren't also being sent records by record labels to play, it was all just our own stuff right. but,
5: from our own music library too. Yeah, like all of our. All so the everything you guys played CDs. was
0: from your own your own library. Still is to
5: this day, actually.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
5: So we might rip the occasional song from social media or online, but, uh, no, we for 16 <laughs> years, we've all the music that we've played has come from uh, either our own personal collections or um, like Casey brother contributes a lot. Uh, we had another uh, friend of ours contribute a lot of music. So, yeah, but it's it's all come from our general collection of of us and our friends. Do you guys I, like
0: do you, do you guys with that musically? Like, so you guys are big on like physical media then you must. Right. Or do you, or yeah. do you buy like digital albums and you can kind of import them over too or? It's changed. It's
3: changed over the years. Uh, Dan and myself are very much uh, CD buying guys. Uh, <laughs> yep. Still, still to this day. Oh, yes. much. Yeah. Yep. All right.
5: I just bought two
3: on Friday, <laughs> to be honest.
5: I mean, I I, I,
0: buy vi- I buy I buy vinyl records every week. I usually have at least two or three coming every week. So That's I, awesome. I, you know, but I mean, yeah. I mean uh cds see, cds though like i actually i just got a cd in the mail the other day because it was the only way i can get it so i, I kind of i'm kind of <laughs> there still but well, uh and
5: see vinyl records are my cds like that you know i i was a kid of the 80s and so like when i was growing up it, it was turning over from t- cassettes over to cds and yeah. so that's like right the, i don't know like even though all this digital music is easy to get to. It's really easy to just click, you know, download or whatever. I still love having that CD and seeing it on the shelf and having that, that just seeing my collection and and being able to uh, scan through it and see it
4: in front of me, basically physically. I don't know. It's just something I love. And we had to use those when we first started the show because they had CD players. And like I said, the our kind of music wasn't programmed into their computers and there wasn't really anything that we could do to put it in there. Mm. So, so you have to edit,
0: you'd have to edit the song yourselves.
4: Yes. Yeah. All of it, pretty much. You yeah. Know.
0: Was it a pre recorded show or did you have to actually like just make, you would have to edit the song on the fly? We would. Well,
1: we like, hold
0: on, hold on. Let's, let's, let's kind
3: of break this down a little bit. You got to, you got to factor in that this is over 16 years ago. So, yeah. so, you know, CDs were still kind of, you know, usable back then. Right. So we, we, what we would do is we would come up with a playlist and then we would, edit the songs that we that we wanted so we would come up with 35 40 songs then we would we would rip them to a cdr and then we would alternate and hit you know play from one from one song into the other so then we we would come up with these massive cd catalogs and just kind of keep them in a giant book
4: in retrospect Uh, we we were we made a really convoluted plan yes. and it didn't have to be that complicated, but this is what we did. We were like 20 years old. So forgive us, you know,
5: yeah, well, yeah. to be fair though, is because we were coming up with the playlist on the fly. We, uh, you know, and because we had to edit the music before we could play it on the radio. So we started making the shows one at a time. And then once we had built up two years worth of shows uh, on CDs at that start, at that point I started cataloging them. So that way we could start taking requests and I I'd, I'd know exactly what song was on what CD um, and then from from there, we started doing like a, album, like an artist catalog. So like we have like a best of you know Our Lady Peace or a best of Jane's Addiction or, or whatever, and start making those albums so that we could just be like, oh, okay, I want to play Jane's Addiction, just pop in the Jane's Addiction CD and play it.
0: Yeah. Okay. All right. Now, Aaron, how did you get? In, now, how did you show up on the scene? Because it was the other two; they went to high school.
4: Yeah, yeah, yeah. So these guys knew each other pre-college. I was one of the guys that they. Dan mentioned that they kind of ended up surrounding themselves with like-minded people once they got <laughs> to college. And I was one of those like-minded people who I also was a uh, broadcasting communications major and somehow got roped in. I was like, you know what? I'm a rock fan too. They were kind enough to let me in on that. And um, so we kind of became like the, the core of that show for its entire existence. And we were, we were
3: all uh, roommates or sweetmates mates in college. Like yeah, Aaron we and I, like- on the same
5: like hall basically throughout the four years of college or three years of college it's
4: time for brainstorming yeah so did you guys go ahead no no go (laughs) ahead go ahead i wanted one of these guys to to share the story of why um our station manager that or the general manager was hesitant to let us have a rock show on the weekends, <laughs> on on eighty nine one, the wood,
5: Casey. You could probably I'll, best I'll describe
3: that one. Yeah, I'll, I'll take this one. So, so there was a show. Uh, I'm not. I'm not even going to mention the name of it because that's irrelevant. <laughs> but but there was a show on our, on our college station years before we got there, and they had a reunion show, and they played the unedited version of "Damn It Feels Good to Be a Gangster," and just left it go. And that didn't go over so well, <laughs> so, well
5: and, I mean, you also have to describe that at the time Linwood University was a very, very Presbyterian school, like they did not <laughs> like we couldn't even have girls in our dorm uh they were very, very like uh you know follow the rules and so yeah that 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 did not go over very well at all
0: that's a, that's a good song though, <laughs> yeah. yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right.
0: But it's just but one the, that
1: could
4: jeopardize their license.
5: Yeah, and that
1: was whether yeah.
4: they weren't ex- weren't excited about that at all. Right, right, right. <laughs>
0: so, I, yeah, so, there was like, so if, there's colleges that have like their own college station and it only broadcasts like within the campus. I think. Right. Too. And I I think there's a little more room with like FCC guidelines with that, or at least there was when I was well, I didn't go to college, but I had friends that 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 had one of those school like had one of those stations on the, one of those. Kind of thing, and it was like it was no hold barred. I'm like, how are you guys cussing on this? Like, <laughs> they were like, oh, they don't, they don't really care. And then they they played some song that had a lot of fucks in it, and uh, and then they cared, and then they cared. They're like, all right, you got to tone that down a little bit, um, you know. But uh, yeah, but but there was a um, there's a out of Rhode Island, I think it was Rhode Island College station. Um, it's I think it's still going now, and it, it's been around. And there was like it was cool because you could get like. I I'm big into reggae, so they had like a reggae show on like Sundays or something. Mm-hmm. And it's very, very um, diverse what they would do with the stations for the colleges. Is that kind of how your station was? Like it was a very diverse, and then you guys were like the you were the rock guys. Like they weren't gonna, they didn't have any other rock shows or whatever. That's kind exactly of, it. I yeah, think. yeah.
3: It, it so
0: to kind of
3: give it a little bit of backstory on that, Lindenwood was one of one of the first schools that kind of had a radio tower and so you know they're they're a 35, watt station so it, it the reach you know was pretty expansive mm. all things considered because they even put the radio tower on like the highest hill <laughs> so it, it it goes a little further than it than it probably should but uh it's just it, it's kind of interesting because like you were saying most college radio stations it just covers like the campus grounds And that's, that's about it. But with, with ours, it, it reaches pretty far. So
4: yeah. Linenwood university is in, is in St. Charles, Missouri, just for context, which is technically the city just to the, just West of St. Louis Mm -hmm. and from the tower at Linenwood, I could listen to KCLC driving all the way East or East Northeast, whatever um, on highway 270 to the, uh, the Mississippi River, like to the border between Missouri and Illinois, so it
0: had some reach. Like, it had some, it has yeah, it, it has some pretty some
4: powerful much. reach. It was definitely not just a, just an on-campus thing. Yeah, which you know, hence why we had all those FCC guidelines and what on whatnot
0: that we had to. I think that's from, from a from a stand. I mean, especially were you all broadcasting majors or no? Yes. Yeah. Okay, so from that standpoint, I mean, that's really good practice, right? Because you're 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 learning from the early days, like all right, you can't, you can't yeah. cuss, you know, you can't do this, <laughs> right. you can't do that, um, you know. And I had a buddy; he was on the show, uh, uh, Mike Shue. He was from a legendary rock station out of Boston called WAAF, mm. and uh, he went on. He was telling me a story about how he. He was at some show and they were um, satellite uh, XM radio or or whatever Sirius whatever it is at the time. Yeah, was broadcasting a show and they're like, "You want to sit in with us?" He's like, "Yeah," and like they're cussing and, and I guess the the, the main <laughs> DJ was like. What's the matter? You're not used to this, huh? It's like no, and he he said they had they had him. They're like we want you to yell fuck, and he let out like the biggest fuck he could ever fucking say across the... It, it's such a great story, um, but uh, yeah, I mean, I ruined it, but yeah, he he told it really well, but uh, it was just funny because, and uh, I've been listening. I, I mean, I I had been listening to Mike for you know probably 10 years on the radio and then the first time i heard him on a podcast and he dropped an f-bomb i'm like what the fuck like you know it's it's, it's <laughs> yeah. weird when you it's weird when you, you hear somebody for so long and they never cuss and then you get that moment where they do you know yeah so yeah that's that's <laughs> kind of how
5: it is for me actually Yeah, <laughs> that's, <I'm,
4: laughs> that's dan's dream
0: <laughs>
5: yeah. yeah yeah once we started the podcast i started letting them fly like
0: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i mean it's yeah. so common now and it's so weird too right because like for a minute there, like FCC allowed cussing on TV but not radio. Still, do do you remember right. this? Yeah, like
5: the, well, they it, still kind of do. They just you just can't say fuck.
0: Right, I think you were allowed to say words. it like once or something. It was weird. It, they changed it since then, obviously, because I think I think a couple couple TV shows went a little too, you know, <laughs> yeah, too far with it. <laughs> that's, <Yeah.
3: laughs> that's
4: the that's the uh, the unofficial rule on the podcast. Um, is that there there's usually about one f-bomb per episode not because we enforce it but because we so so the the itch radio station show we continued that well after graduating because they're they don't Weekday times are for students to practice and learn. Mm -hmm. Weekends, it doesn't, you know, the the shows that are on there, they don't really matter if you're students anymore. They're specialty shows. Specialty shows, right. And since we all live still in the area, we just kept doing it. So after 16 years of doing this radio station, we were pretty well trained to keep it clean. And it wasn't really a problem for us. And so even like at the first when we started doing the podcast, like your word choices, like it wasn't like all of a sudden the lid came off and it was the most vile thing you ever heard it was just like sprinkled in a little bit here and there because we are still like like had, like i said we, we we're still we're like trained to be a little more professional than that right right, right. <laughs> if that makes sense yeah so it's been kind of funny and now, so
0: <laughs> now do you do you guys work in like uh do you guys have like broadcasting industry jobs or anything like that or no No.
4: that's (laughs) where it gets interesting for us yeah (laughs) Yeah. that's why i call us semi-professional all right (laughs) because no no yeah
5: (laughs) all of us do something completely different outside of the broadcasting it's just that um broadcast like i think all of us tried to pursue broadcasting career options when we graduated but uh nothing ever worked out we all kind of found industries where we you know either got paid or felt accepted <laughs> yeah. yeah
0: it's tough though i i think broadcasting uh that industry is just it's a lot of who you know right and yep. uh you know and, and, and like um i know i i told this story before where i was gonna get in as like doing copyright for uh for for workplace i was writing copy and i it was i was good at it so i was like yeah let me try this and i knew a guy and he's like i'll get you in and then um I never heard back from him I'm like what's going on here like you know and I and I, I call I called down the radio station and uh he got canned so they nope. uh, they brought they brought in somebody else because because I was associated with him you know what I mean right yeah. so it's a very who you know kind of kind of kind of industry um and it could be tough I'm sure so um, you know i i don 't know how it is where you guys live but up up in new england like we had we had a handful of rock stations going up and and w a f and w f and x and uh there was one out of boston called uh, what was it called like the river or something those were like the the biggest ones and w f and x started doing weird stuff they started putting all these like stations in throughout New England but each was like a little bit different so you went from having like a pure alternative to a rock alternative one over here and then up here was like classic rock and then right. like the river would do like um modern rock um whatever it was at the time and then you have a handful of classic rock stations but then you had waaf and waaf was like we're rock so you would listen you would hear like Van Halen black Sabbath you know and then you'd hear like fucking um, you'd hear like Slipknot, you know. I I think I think oh, I remember there, they were like one of the only stations playing like Hatebreed, at one point.
4: You know, that is pretty diverse. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so and they were yeah. but, but it
0: worked. I mean, the station was around for fifty years. Um, right. They just recently in twenty twenty, February of twenty twenty, they actually shut the doors and, and they were bought out by some Jesus. Company and now it's yeah. a fucking Christian station. Go figure! Uh, All the hell right, that went on in that right. place. You know what I
3: mean? <laughs> um, well, in in St. Louis, you got KC ninety five that's been around over forty years at this point. So they they're were the institution. They're yeah. the institution of the of the classic rock genre of pretty much the country, basically. Mm. And then uh, you also have the Point, which has been around 20 what, years almost ninety three. Yeah,
4: <laughs> twenty Yeah, twenty five. I don't know. And that's yeah, that's more.
3: Years. Yeah, that's more. Um, alternative uh rock and so those are the, the two main stations and a lot of the djs on both of those stations have been there forever so that's <laughs> there's only so many jobs you can get <laughs> so yeah, yeah yeah
4: you're not you're definitely not breaking in there like you've, if you're you know, i think that's the way with most broadcasting positions because we had some other friends that we went to school with that that did um more television related things for a while and for the most part if you want to do it you got to be willing to move
3: yeah, you got to Pre- move. It's pretty
4: much a guarantee, which is fine, but I don't think any of us were all that interested in it
3: moving yeah. forward <clears throat> for that, so. Yeah. Right. Yeah, so move into uh middle of nowhere uh town doing farm reports or whatever, you know, that, that's pretty <laughs> much where you start out at and we weren't we weren't willing to take that uh that chance.
0: <laughs> makes sense. Yeah. It makes sense. And, and again, like um You know, when I had these, I've had a couple different people that were in the radio that were on air for radio and like, and it's, it's a, the regular tale of that is, yeah, you're moving around and once you lose your contract with one company, you move to another city and you're, you're on a different radio station, you know? So there's been guys that bounce around the whole country and it was weird about AAF is there was a lot of people there that were there forever. Uh, one guy started out as an intern and then he was there until like two years ago um, and he started out as an intern in like the seventies, you know, yep. and, and like he had the yeah. morning show. He was, you know, he was the guy and then he went to the same company, that, but just a, their other station. He went, he moved over to sports and then, you know, um, but yeah, no, it's, it's, a, it's that, that's just the, that is the tale. Like I know people that have been in the industry for years and they've, they've lived in city after city, after city, after city. And, it's, well, it, not- and it sucks I'm- if you don't want, if you want to lay your roots down somewhere, you know? Mm-hmm.
3: Yeah. And that's that's the one thing that I think all all three of us kind of look at. You know, it's yeah, we we didn't catch on a, a main station, and we kind of have just done the college radio station for as long as we have. But at the same time, how many people do you know that have had a radio show on the air for sixteen years exactly. on a Sunday night? Yeah. So so it, it's an accomplishment, but it's it's a different. <laughs> It's a different accomplishment that we weren't exactly shooting for when we started.
0: And I'm sure you guys had a, um, you know, a, a listener base too, you know? Yes,
4: we did. No, we can never measure yeah. numbers because <laughs> they never provided us with yeah. numbers. I don't think they really had them. So we never knew for sure. But we, we had some some regular listeners, callers, emailers, whatevers. Hmm.
5: Yeah, we weren't able to really tell how many fans that we had until we started doing like social media posts, like because we originally started off on like MySpace back in the day. Um, and then switched it over to Facebook, and now we, you know it's funny because I don't think we really gained a, a heavy Twitter follower <laughs> following until we started doing the
4: podcast. i don't, We didn't have a Twitter. We until have we doing the yeah. Yeah. Right. None of us were <laughs> interested in using Twitter, <laughs> and then I, the, and then the, we're like, I guess we have to. The, so the the, <laughs> the
0: podcasting community on Twitter is by far the best. Yes, um, yeah, it's it's been yeah, fantastic. Yeah.
4: Like that's i mean that's you know how we got connected and then there's a number of other shows that we've had some good relationships with and gotten really good advice on how to how to do a show what to make that transition
0: what's the difference for you guys like like between transitioning from a radio show to a podcast other than the you know being able to say fuck
5: (laughs) (laughs) well that's definitely one fucking difference um For me, honestly, it's it's there's a lot more research that we put into the podcast like it's it's easy just to be like you go on the radio show be like this is a good song press play and that's it like that's all you have to fucking say like there's nothing else that goes behind it but when you're talking trying to come up with context for you know 50 minutes that's that's entertaining. Uh, yeah, we we try to we take we take it very seriously. We try to you know do a whole week's worth of research. We ha- we each have notes that we bring and um, and we even kind of discuss the either the idea or the show after um, we made the previous one or we you know before we start making it or start recording it. So. Yeah, I think that there's just a lot more production and thought that goes into it. Like our radio show, we literally would just show up, play some CDs or
3: songs off our computer or whatever, and then go home. That was it. Yeah. Yeah, that's the that's the biggest difference is you know, you're you're doing a you're mapping out a radio show for for a three hour time period every week and then doing the the podcast, you're talking the entire time because you really can't place music because you don't have the license for it so we we can't really talk about an album and then say hey let's play this track we kind of just have to you take our word for it and then you get to listen to it after you after you hear our recommendation right. or story about the album
4: it's a we have to do it's a completely different they're both what they have in common is that we're trying to promote music that we love and that we think is worth people knowing but like they said the podcast is a completely different way of doing that because we have to sell it ourselves more than just literally announcing what it is and letting it speak for itself. I'm trying to convince you that this new album is worth your time or, or, you know, tell you an interesting story about some band or whatever.
5: Mm-hmm. Well, I'll keep so, it entertaining too, because I mean, you know, it's one thing to have somebody just droning on about 50 minutes about something when you can't throw that off with like, with actually like playing the song to, you know, keep them interested or to keep them, you know, uh tagging along or listening to the conversation yeah
0: so when you guys so you guys are definitely a music podcast um yes i'm always definitely. beating home like i'm not and i end up <laughs> i end up with like musical guests and i i end up giving away fucking vinyl records um you know so I, i'm i'm starting to be like all right maybe i'm kind of a music podcast but i'm not just a music podcast where you guys like like i i feel like um having that, that niche or itch if you will
1: um <laughs> of, of,
0: of being like like a music podcast uh it, it, it I think it helps with listenership. Um I don't know if you guys agree with that or not, but
5: well I think that it helps when you're trying to get the attention of certain artists and their their listenership. Like that's I think that's really helped out because like when we interviewed uh Sean Dowdle of Gray Days you know they did a great job of help promote that episode. Their fan base did a tremendous job to help promote that episode, uh, and I think that's to me is is kind of the the main difference with that.
4: Yeah, what were you talking about? I, for- <laughs> I forgot the original question here.
5: Yeah. I kind of <laughs> forgot like halfway through a song. Like, oh,
4: shit. Dan-, <laughs> Dan rambled onto a different track here for a second, and then. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, um, I know what you were asking about we definitely wanted to try to make sure we had an established identity of some sort yeah. because i mean there are literally literally over a million podcasts oh, in existence yeah yeah it's hard space to try to sneak into and and we're nowhere close to the first people to be like hey we should do one on rock music so we're like okay how do we do a good one on rock music because there are some good ones and there are some that we've checked out that are not so good and so <laughs> it's like we want to actually be worth people's time
0: well it's and- not like you guys aren't just like reading the back of the, of the CD or, you know what I mean? Or the book, right? Like yeah. I, I find your podcast to be quite entertaining um, Thank you. We appreciate you know, and, and a lot of the music that you guys pick. Um, I haven't heard of, um, and we're going to get into that in a little bit cause I have questions, but,
1: <laughs> but, uh, good, good, good.
0: But, um, well. it, it's, it's cool. Like, like to, to hear this kind of stuff. Cause like, I think, uh, Aaron, we were talking like, like, you know, I did a music I did like a music of twenty twenty thing and I think you listened to it and yeah. In how many of those how many how many did you guys know from that list? Any of them? I think one maybe. Uh, yeah. It yeah. was one or two. Literally
4: like one. And you're not the first one that that's happened with either. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, run the jewels is yeah. yeah, probably the only one anyone would know, you know. And and even run the jewels I was late to the game on. I only started just appreciating them like in 2020 when they've been around for five or six years or something doing Mm, stuff at least. And so, (laughs) but yeah, and you're not the first podcast that we had that happen with. We were talking on a recent episode actually about how we listened to another rock shows, top 20. And we had compared to our top 20, we had one, one one album that (laughs) that matched up between the two. And, Mm. and we're more or less in the same category of music. We have a slightly different bent to what kind of rock we're talking about and what kind they're talking about, but still, Mm. It was just cool that like so many different people can come across so many different things that you know speak to them.
0: So with the with the name switching from Rock Matters to the Itch, is it's the Itch podcast, right? Well, say so
4: we're, we're, that's
0: one of the discussions we've been having oh,
4: is we, okay. uh, right now, <laughs> now. Prepare for a second season. Yeah, so we're you know the show is the Itch.
5: Yeah, it's always been the Itch. Rock Matters is right. the name yeah. of the show, and yeah, then yeah. we're just probably going to drop the Rock Matters. Yeah, which I guess I don't know. The only thing that we kind of had issues with is we didn't want people just to see the itch and be like, "What the hell does that fucking mean?" Like, you know, I want to see the right. itch and be like, "Okay, that's that's a rock talk podcast or something."
4: Yeah. yeah. Because yeah. just like you said, we don't want it to people to look at that and be like, "Is this some medical situation right here?" Like, <laughs> I don't want to listen to that. That sounds terrible.
0: No, I, I mean you could, you know, I, the, the, there's like room for a tagline too. You know, that's what right. that's
3: what we're trying to use the Rock Matters as a I think, tagline. Yeah, I think Rock
4: Matters is probably going to convert to being the name of the podcast to the tagline of the podcast. Right? Okay, I got you. Yeah. I think yeah. so.
0: Now I don't, I don't know. Um, I'm ne- so I, di- I didn't change the name of the podcast when I relaunched. So, uh, will that screw up with like? subscribers and stuff probably not right because they're subscribed to you
4: (laughs) i bet we've been reaching i've been reaching out to our the 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 podcast host and like the the place we do the website through and it seems like we should be just fine pretty much that's cool shouldn't shouldn't really cause any problems Hmm. that's good good. it's really just it's really just a matter of changing the name that's filled in on a on a you know a random space
0: on the website so what do you guys want to tell us about what what's going to happen in season two
4: Oh, I got one. I, it's not all finalized yet, but... Well, I mean, like, so- like
0: is your, is your format changing at all? Or are you going to stick with the same stuff? Or are you going to have different things? Well,
3: that's what I was going to say. We we try to kind of keep our show, our podcast, kind of along the same lines as we did the radio show. So we kind of talk about the same bands that we would play, mm. which has arrived a quite vast variety of, of bands because we play anything from classic rock to... <laughs> Oh, what blue bluegrass covers of Lincoln Park? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, they haven't even let me do my
4: college a cappella episode yet, and so we'll eventually get to that. <laughs> Probably the bottom of the barrel they're thinking, but
3: <laughs> but we try to we try to just cover the bands that we would normally be playing on our radio show. So if and when we get back to doing the radio show itself, we can just kind of transition, you know, back and forth between the podcast and the radio show. But uh, we we hope to have a lot more interviews, which we're we're uh, getting a lot of those finalized uh, for season two, which is very exciting. I'll, I'll go ahead and let Aaron take over some of some of those. <laughs> well, I just thought it was.
4: I was thinking of this the other day. We were just mentioning the the top twenty episode or the the music from twenty twenty. You know, we did one, you did one. A lot of shows, you know, do those kind of things, and so our main goal for you know i guess what you call season two what we're calling season two is to be more collaborative we want more guests with artists we want more like joint episodes or us being on other people's shows and them being on ours just more collaboration across the board and so i can't like actually reveal anything because nothing is a hundred percent finalized yet. <laughs> right yeah yeah but, yeah but we've we've got we are you know like an inch away from landing interviews with three different bands that made it into last year's top 20 nice which is which is pretty awesome to me
0: I think right um, now too is a good time for bands to to do these podcasts because there's not a lot going on and right exactly yeah, we found that out with yeah one of them. <laughs> yeah even, even if even if they can record and stuff like they're still like they're not you know where do a, a bunch of these bands they make their money off of their off their merch off of ticket yep. sales um you know i mean spotify unless you're fucking enormous like you're not making money off of downloads you know yep. but um, um you know that's why i always try to like promote like band camps for them and when i have them on and i have like an honorable mention section what i do and, and then i'll i'll put all the band like if there's like 10 bands that are mentioned i'll put all their band camps in there so people can just go check them out and you know so i mean i do whatever i can to help whoever's on you know that's whatever. a great idea we might need to start doing more of that I, I whenever
4: i make the show notes for for our episodes we i'll usually include a link to okay say we're talking about you know x new band and their new album usually i'll make a link to um Spotify for the album itself. And then also a link to like the merch page for Mm. that band. Yeah. Like there's, here's an an easy in for you to try to support them. It would be a good idea to, to put a little bit of that more on in the episode, like say, you know, um, whatever this band name (laughs) is.com. Here's where you can go find them or the band camper, whatever. It's tough with
0: with show notes because sometimes people don't read them. I'm always, I push the shit out of them though. Like I'm, I'm talking about them in the intro. I'm talking about them in the outro. I'm talking about them on Twitter. You know, I'm fucking just say, go look at the fucking show notes. Like,
4: (laughs) (laughs) right. And that's, that's our whole thing is, you know, we can't, play very much of this stuff you know without risking some type of legal trouble but what we can do is make you a playlist about the things we talked about and if you're interested if this piqued your interest in some of those bands it's right here go check it all out and so which is really the goal we want to promote ourselves and the music and so
3: and one of the biggest challenges that we've come to find is when we're trying to get some of these interviews is they want the representatives of said band want to know our listenership of the mm. podcast and it's like uh yeah. we have we have some yeah. <laughs> <laughs> some listeners what what are you what are you looking for here
0: <laughs> yeah and, and that's that's a tough part too like i've had some i had actually had someone reach out to me um and say hey you know i rep this person and i want they want to come on your podcast and i'm like yeah i think it would be a good combination and this and that and then they came back with like what what is your Yep. And I'm like,
1: well, what happened.
0: we can just end this conversation.
1: I <laughs> I'm like,
0: I'm like, I'm like, you reached out to me, you know, exactly. like, I, I was kind of <laughs> offended, but then it ended up happening anyway, through other channels, uh, through other channels, out. through other channels. Yeah. And, and, and it was cool. And, and but like, it was like, like, I don't know, like, um, like I said, right, right now, I mean, you guys had the, is uh, he the drummer from, from skin dread? Yes. Mm-hmm. yes. All right. Aria. Which, Aria by the by the way, I always thought it was Skin dread. like. But that could be a new England, that could be a New England thing because we kind of just fucking bunch our words together, drop <laughs> drop R's here, we add them where they're not supposed to
4: go over there. So um, I bet if you I bet if you asked each member of that band how they pronounce it, you would you would find a few different pronunciations. No so doubt. No, no, doubt. no worries there.
0: <laughs> but I, so I mean, like, uh, let's talk about that because uh, I mean that was a big deal for you guys because. Um, they're your 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 number one band, all three of you, right? Yeah, yeah, we we call them the official band of the itch, official yeah. favorite band of the itch. <laughs> and
4: that interview was fantastic. It was so much yep. fun.
5: It was a lot of fun.
4: <laughs> so you were talking about how um how bands have kind of nothing better to do almost. <laughs> and uh so, that was one of my favorite parts of the conversation we had with him, where like we're talking to him. Because this was only our second interview, so we weren't, you know, professional enough to remember to think in advance to ask, "Hey, how much time do you have for us?" So we asked him when he was on the call with us, we're like, "So how much time do you do you have?" And he's like, "How much time do much you need?" Do you need? <laughs> we're like. 20 or 30 minutes he goes i got at least 30 minutes Oh, okay cool and then we talked and then we talked for an hour 45
0: yeah yeah yeah, i like that that was two right you guys split that one up right? two parts because it was so
4: long we're like even though this is a great interview i feel like it would get it you need a break so
0: yeah that's that's cool i i i listened i think that might have been the first nope I don't think it was the first one but it was one of the first ones I listened to um after we connected on Twitter. Yeah. Um and I was like yeah that it was that, I could tell how like you guys were excited like well in your, <laughs> well, well, in, in your intro you even like taught like you're like oh man this was so great and you know and and, and it's cool though like that's kind of how it happened with me like I asked like and, and and um you know I when I had people on that The people I've had on that are musicians, like, I listen to their fucking music. I'm not going to get somebody that I don't listen to because I'm not that kind of guy, you know? Yeah. I mean, I might have someone on that I don't know their music, but, like, if I don't listen to them, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, if it's a band I'm not particularly fond of, why would I want to talk to them? To be like, hey, (laughs) I'm not into your shit, but cool. You know know what I mean? Like, so, so, like, I mean, when I have my... It's just... It's, it's, you know, I've been blessed with... I've met a lot of people, like professional athletes before and stuff and I, I don't really like i don't like geek out you know which is good it's a good thing and I, you guys held your composure really well I, I'm gonna
4: say. <laughs> we were definitely you, you we were definitely geeking out though like on, on that <laughs> one in particular
0: well it's yeah. really
4: funny because like you know there's been
5: concerts where i have no issues walking up to whoever the hell we're going to see and just say hey i'm from the itch you know do you mind and they're like "Who? What, the f- what the fuck are you talking about the itch what do you what is that and <laughs> you know it's and so like i, I usually try to play it cool because it's you know you don't want to say college radio show but it's like a, it's an underground radio show like uh underground is a much yeah. cooler word <laughs> <Yeah>. exactly <laughs> um and, and and i'll be quite honest like the, I, I was never nervous in those types of situations where it was like face to face and it was like maybe at a show or something like that but yeah i think like you said just because this was one of our our bands we've been listening to for so long one of our favorites yeah i was totally fanboying out the whole entire episode i didn't like, realize i episode. didn't
0: realize how many albums they had until i heard that episode. was i was like holy cow like, what, it's like eight or nine now yeah like yeah that. and yeah. then and then a <laughs> lot of this actually i learned a lot like they when he was talking about like the European, like how you, how you tore over the European tours versus like, you know, America tours. And, and, you know, I, I, I learned a lot from that episode just listening to it, you know? So, and that's weird about them too. Cause like I said, I remember when they, when they popped over here, um, they were actually like, from what he, from what I heard, like he, they were here first, right?
4: Right. They they got, they got big here first. Benji, Benji, their lead singer was in a band previously that had some success, but, um, Skindred hit it off real good here in oh four o five some- somewhere like that, yeah, yep,
0: I remember I heard nobody for the first time on the radio i I remember where I was and everything as weird as that <laughs> is <laughs> that's um,
4: that's good that's exactly what our story with that song was it's <laughs> it's a very notable song in our history, yeah, so. and
0: yeah. then like their second album, I ended up with a an autographed copy of the c d um I don't even know how I got it i think the we have like this local localized New England chain of like Think of like hot topic, but like also a record and comic book shop. Okay, it's called Newberry Comics, and um, for some reason they had they were selling autographed copies of it, I guess. And I ended up with one somehow, or I I won <laughs> one or something. I don't even know how I got it, but <laughs> awesome. but I do. I had somewhere around. I think I still have it somewhere. I have it, uh, an autographed copy of their second album, but I never really like after that first album. I you know they came out at a time well. Let me ask you guys this. All right. So you guys are like right around my age, maybe a little mm-hmm. younger. Mm-hmm. So this late 90s, early 2000 boom of like, I don't want to call it commercial metal, but new like metal. N- new metal. Is that what they call it? New metal. That's, all right, yeah. That's right. the official category. All right. Yeah. Like it blew the fuck up. And, oh, yeah. And yeah. I, yep. call, I call it stadium metal because like they all were fucking arena bands, like it, festival and arena bands. It's all they all were. I feel like it kind of started when it kind of started with Jane's Addiction when they were doing the um, uh, Lollapalooza tour, and then it kind of it just blew up into this thing where every one of these bands you would hear, they're just like they're I mean they're selling out fucking arenas, you know? Yep. Um, like is that how you guys like got introduced to that kind of style of music? Was it, or was it radio? So a lot of that stuff was radio play, right? A lot of it was radio music. And I that, think it was radio play. Yeah, that's kind of how yeah. I got into a lot of those bands at that time. But um, but like Static X, I saw Static X at a small ass. Well, <laughs> it's an old opera house. It's pretty big, but it's not. It wasn't an arena. That they, right, right before their first album dropped, they they opened for Fear Factory.
4: Okay, and, yeah, uh, that Sounds
0: was my right. first introduction to them, and it was before their. It was before Wisconsin Death Trip uh dropped and i was like these guys are gonna be awesome
4: you know <laughs> <laughs> and it was wisconsin death trip blew up yeah and they became a really a pretty big thing for quite a while there yeah
0: so i mean like what is, what is it about i i mean is it safe to say like that's like your guys's like favorite genre
4: i think <laughs> I, I, here, here's the way i put it i don't know it's, if, you, if it's you go back weird. To skin it's Red, weird right
0: yeah it's right. a little bit well i
4: think i think if you go back to skin dread is 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 where I use as like the center point for us because okay. that band themselves, I wouldn't necessarily call them a new metal band, but what they do is they mesh like reggae, like hip hop, some punk sounds, some metal, all these like dub stuff, things, all these kind of things into one thing. And somewhere in all of that, you could probably find like the favorite sounds of each of us mm. three.
1: Mm. Yeah.
4: So right. They're like, they're like the amalgamation of like all of our taste yeah put into one band. And so I think that's why we gravitated. Right. Well, and one reason why I
5: laugh is because I, I I constantly am saying that I'm not a huge fan of of categorizing rock music into subgenres like that me
0: like, either, man. i I always get <laughs> stuck with like punk, but like, I mean, it, it, go, go on. I'm sorry. I, I, I'm oh, no, right, I'm right there with you, though. I'm right there. That's
5: pretty you. much all I was gonna say. Is like, so I, I, I guess that I could kind of agree to that. Like, considering the bands that I would consider new metal are some of my favorite bands, but um, I, I still don't like categ- like subgenre and. Yeah, rock and
0: I don't even like, want to call it new metal. I just like, I want to call it like <laughs> festival and arena metal because <laughs> yeah. that's. I mean, that's because well, uh, that, that will that will kind of more broadens. I mean. Dropkick Murphys are arena. as an arena band. They're punk. They're Celtic punk. Right. They're, if you yeah. want to get real, like, you know, yeah. a, a, a niche about it, itch about yeah, it. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but, but, um, you know what I'm saying? So, like, like, it's just like there's just this. Inf- I don't even it, 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 Maybe it's it's the time frame. Maybe it's like the the yeah. era of that porn and music.
3: Yeah, the ninety ninety nine through what.
4: Yeah, very late 90s to yeah. early 2000s. Basically, whatever, the, the time period where Limp Biscuit was at the top of the <laughs> <It's> world. Was popular. <laughs> is, yeah. is, the, is, the new metal, is the new metal era. Like, and, and there's some, it's a, yeah, like you're saying, it's it's a tag that doesn't necessarily apply to everybody that was big during that time, but it's sort of, I feel like you need some degree of umbrella, like within rock, but I think it can be pretty big. Like, I, somebody the other day were actually having a discussion on Twitter about this, and they were like, they're like I pretty much stick to you know rock, metal, and punk as like my my. There's like yeah. the three terms that they'll use to describe bands that are anything in that realm. And classic rock, I will throw in classic rock. Yeah, that's
3: fine. I and that's <laughs> that's pretty much the main genre that I that I gravitate towards. The myself. Big four. Yeah, the, big, the four big four. The big
0: four. <laughs> yeah. So I, it's weird though because like it's just to like, and I'm I think now nowadays i'm just like it's all fucking rock and roll man like it kind of yeah yeah. it is and and, but like but yeah i mean i've been you know i've been known as like the punk guy and i was like i mean i like punk music and stuff but like some of these stuff like some of the stuff that's considered punk like to me is it's it's honestly it's just it just sounds like straight up rock and roll like yeah i don't know how to you know but but i feel like there isn't a rock and roll like category anymore it's all rock and roll and you have to everything's been divided like much like our country yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the yeah. music industry has been divided into so many little like fractions of a pie you know and so right. i i but like what i was gonna say is like so you guys like i I mean a lot of this lot of the bands you guys talk about that i know are from that like arena metal arena rock kind of yeah. kind of late 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 90s early two thousand stuff but then like yeah, uh, uh, one you guys talk about a lot is a grandfather grandson, grandson, grandson. grandson. Yeah, grandson. I'm like I put that on expecting to hear like this, like <laughs> it didn't sound anything like those other bands. <laughs> you know what yeah. I mean? So yeah. I was like, huh, you know. So that's what I like about you guys is that. And you guys did a, you guys did like a um like an exclusive on Rush with your buddy, you know? Yeah. So, <laughs> so yeah. um, it's yeah. it's all like so I, I I see that you guys like all these different genres, but like. There's always that you know you always end up being categorized into one, and I was wondering which one like would you, but it, it seems like you guys are trying to go for that more broad stroke. It's yes. hard, like we
4: mentioned, it's hard because per, This is just me. I don't, I can't speak for Danny and Casey. I don't want our show to be like, um, a nostalgia thing purely where it's it's all about the music that was popular around the turn of the century. Like we do some episodes of, we did one episode specifically about it, but I don't want that to be every episode. And so we're trying to find a good balance of like veteran bands. Like for example, like Pearl jam green day making our top 20 list bands that's, you know, have been around for 20 to 30 years, whatever. But then also we had grandson, we had Nova twins uh boston manor all bands so. that are like
0: oh you had salt. you had a uh, ozzy on there right or was a black, yeah. black we've got yeah, guys yeah.
4: we've yeah, got guys yeah. who've been around for 50 years but yeah. we also are listening to bands that have only been around for four or five
0: 51 years black sabbath the <laughs> first album dropped. i think it was i think it was today 51 yeah. years ago i think oh, I, yeah, happy I think i just saw that yeah i think i just saw that <laughs> what an amazing thing they did huh they just R- yeah right
5: <laughs> right And you can kind of consider them like, you know, them in deep purple, almost the godfathers of metal.
0: Yeah, for sure. For sure. Yeah, absolutely. So that's what I'm saying. Like, I love all sorts of music. I grew up on, I grew up in a coastal town or a coastal area. So, like, reggae is huge where I'm from, too. Mm -hmm. And like, I've, you know, I've like worked with people like down at the beach and they, they were over here on, like, work visas for the summer because they'll come from other countries and they'll work their asses off all summer and they'll go home and, you know. And, and like, I'm I hanging out with dudes that, that from Jamaica and they're like, you know about dance hall music? I'm like, do I? <laughs> you know? And <laughs> then, I, <laughs> and then and the next thing you know, I got them listening to fucking ska music because they're like, what is this? You know what I mean? I'm like, here, you you like that? Well, listen to this, you know? It's it's cool how, like, I just, I'm just so, like, music to me it's just such an important thing, and it it affects – it It doesn't affect my mood, but I'll listen to specific things in, like, when I'm in specific moods, and it will do something for me, whether it's – it's always good. I don't listen to anything that's going to make me angry. If I listen, like, country, <laughs> country might make me angry. <laughs> but, country uh, makes me angry so uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, like I'm like sure. what i mean so you guys have a rock station air i mean a rock show and and you had a rock radio show and you have a rock podcast and that's and, and that's awesome and you guys but you guys like you guys um you guys you guys said something about run the jewels the other day right you they were yeah. in your we, they were in your, like, your we, top 20 too right we we yeah.
4: mentioned run the jewels a lot because we uh we love that they bring Zach from Rage Against the Machine oh, out yes, of yes, out yes. of whatever hibernation yeah, that he yeah. goes into, <laughs> they're like the only ones that can get him to come out and make music. And his, so we love his verse in that verse in
0: that in that latest <laughs> album. Oh, and
4: just yeah. Oh god, it was it was amazing.
0: <laughs> yeah,
5: he's amazing. Like that's it. Just goes to show you that like one of the reasons why Rage Against the Machine was considered the greatest of all time is because he it just seems effortless. He just goes out there, lays it down, does his thing. It's always great. It always has really good meaning behind it. Um, yeah, it's just one reason why I absolutely fucking miss Rage Against the Machine.
0: Dan, did you edit a version of "Killing in the Name" of for your radio? <laughs> yes. <shows? laughs> yes. Did, we yeah, did. did. Did we you did. just yeah. cut off the last fucking two minutes? <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I think so. Actually, you made yeah. you made it a punk song. You made <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> He,
4: he yeah. put the word he put the word hug in there. <laughs> and then... No, no. <laughs> <laughs> It changed the tone entirely of the track. But you know what's funny is like there's certain
5: songs like that, that one I didn't mind, but there are certain songs where I have a limit. Like if there's like eight to 10 curse words and the song's (laughs) like, if it's not like really, really fucking good, it's not worth editing, in my opinion.
0: I don't know many songs that would have eight to 10. That, they, I mean, they, that they more, more,
5: than, more than eight to ten is what i meant like yeah no you're, yeah, i'm you're saying right around that area yeah
0: now. but i mean like like other than like a song like killing in the name of where it's just repeated over and over yeah, and over yeah um which well, m- like- must be an easy way to edit. you just fucking slice it off like see ya you know
3: <laughs> yeah. yeah for example like uh Seether had a new song off of their album uh beg and the whole there's a whole part in the song where he just says beg motherfucker beg motherfucker and yeah. scream screams the whole thing so if we edit that you just hear beg <laughs> chop beg <laughs> chop so if it if it alters the song too much we decide that just, we're not going to edit it yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah what's funny is if you listen to like that
4: that top 20 episode for for the 2020 or the one we did earlier in that season of 2019 you'll hear Dan and Casey talk about the criteria when they're they're talking about why a band placed where they did they were like this one just had too much editing work i knew we would never play very much of it on the on the show so i couldn't rank it any higher <laughs> like that's that's the way that the brain has now been conditioned to operate in listening to songs and so which i thought was hilarious
0: when when did you guys realize like you don't have just a um just a college radio show anymore like that when college like, ended
1: so so
5: two
3: (laughs) years after we started
4: (laughs) we all graduated and we're still doing this shit for some reason Uh, it was was because we loved it and so i was no
5: i was that's exactly why we kept doing it but no it was just they since they allowed us to still keep going back and doing it like we just continued to say like if they're gonna let us do it we're gonna keep doing it they actually the management tried to help uh, transition it to students so that it continued to be a student run radio show uh, when we graduated but we had like a couple people come on and they just never really were reliable enough to
4: pass the reins to them so we just continued doing it We yeah we made a conscious effort to like pass the torch to the next class right. of yeah. kids
0: coming through but it, it would right, exactly. and it, and it would have been the itch still it would have been yeah,
4: yeah I'd, I'd have been okay with letting them keep the name, and we could go right off into the sunset and yeah, into our careers. <laughs> that, that's or cool, whatever.
0: though, right? So you guys, you guys created something and established it enough that your college was like, "Hey, we want to keep this going, and and we'll try to cycle in new people." It didn't work, so they're like, "Hey, keep it going," like because yeah, obviously you yeah. guys were getting some kind of listenership if they wanted to keep a rock st- a rock show going,
4: and they trusted us. They knew, like we're talking about the 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 guys before that did a, a previous rock show. Um, you know they 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 got cut because they were you know they were rowdy and rebellious little little punks and <laughs> and the studio didn't like that us were're like yeah we may be playing killing in the name of but we're like, nice people that get how this works where they trusted us basically <laughs> is what i'm saying yeah, yeah. well i also but think to, to not embarrass them on the air
5: <laughs> i also think too it was because it was a student-run specialty show and we were the only one so like it kind of i think they were trying to use it to jar up a little bit more interest in the radio station itself because if you didn't like the adult contemporary music that they played then you i mean you literally there was no other time you could do a radio shift for the radio station and not listen to the crap that they normally played
0: that, and, that, that's kind of uh, weird right like a, a college yeah. with college age students and a college yeah. radio station that plays adult contemporary music like it's you know <laughs> i feel the same a, way and, and there, yeah. there before, was another
4: go
3: ahead <laughs> before that they played bluegrass music yep. like right before we got to college in 'O two. They they played bluegrass like the year before. I mean, the format of KCLC. Yeah. I
0: mean, I like bluegrass, but I didn't like it until I was probably mid twenties. Like, it's something you learn to. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? Like, it's not. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah.
4: You know, we're young. That was the weirdest thing too. Hip
0: hop, and we want rock music, and you know. But then as we get older, we kind of have the more. I remember the day I was like, "Wow, I actually like the Beatles." I think I, it, like it, hap- like it happens when you turn 30. Like, you just, all of a sudden, you like the Beatles <laughs> and shit. I, li- I like that you realized it. Yeah, I was yeah. like. <laughs> like,
4: one day you didn't, and then the next day you're like, huh, I just found out that I'm a Beatles fan. Yeah, like, well, so I always I always
0: liked, like, a lot of their stuff, but, like, they have so much shit, I couldn't be like, yeah, I'm a Beatles fan. But then one day I was like, <laughs> man, I am. I'm a Beatles fan. Like, I- I'm okay with this, you know? So it's, it's, it's it, I feel like, I don't know how you guys feel, but I've learned to, over the years, like, appreciate more styles of music and uh and and it could be because like yeah you know punk punk pulls from a lot of different things a lot of different kind of rock pulls from a lot it all comes down like rock you want to go back before black sabbath you have robert johnson right yeah who's like the like you know we all know the legend of robert johnson i hope right yeah okay <laughs> so like what what, what is there anything you guys listen to now that's like that you never thought you would be listening to <laughs> uh,
5: i th- yeah there's tons of stuff i think that uh that we listen to now that i i, I don't think i ever would have been like like if you would have told high school self m- myself in high school that that you would have been a huge fan of grandson i, I probably wouldn't have believed you because i just wasn't really into hip-hop music at the time like there was a Limp Bizkit I think was the most hip hop in Lincoln park was like the most hip hop that I, I went at that point.
4: I, okay. See, I got a story, <laughs> but I, I want to hear oh, you first. got a story. Yeah.
3: Um, it, it, I just find, you know, as you get older, your, your tastes just kind of evolve and, you know, it, it's just kind of one of those interesting things. Like one of my f- favorite bands that I've talked about recently on episodes is nothing but thieves. And they kind of are, like dance electronic music, which I I wouldn't consider myself a fan of that way back when, but what they do as a band kind of hooks me in. And I want to kind of circle back to something that you were saying. I I think with our, with our show, you said you like to learn, you you were surprised how much we said that you didn't know that you learned about and, and you were able to, um, get a new artist that you just never heard of. And that's the biggest thing that I think we've liked to try to just expand because music means a lot of things to different people. And if you get, can find a band or a song that connects you to, to get you through a hard time or mm. just be better, it's that's the cool thing about music.
0: That's a good point. Mm. <laughs> Aaron, what's your story? I want to hear the story.
4: <laughs> well, it, it's so there's an interesting bit of information. Maybe we should have dropped this part earlier, but but now that you mentioned it in terms of like, what have you been listening to or branched out from just pure rock? It, I feel like it's pertinent. So I moved to Chicago in 2013. Traitor. <laughs> and Dan's sorry. called me a traitor ever since, <laughs> even though I have never once professed the slightest sympathy for the Cubs. He still calls me. But anyway, so so these guys carried on the show without me it was all three of us until that point and then it just became the two of them and I would join them whenever I was back in St. Louis visiting family and stuff um and so in that time I became very unfamiliar with the majority of what they were playing like like I'm over here listening to like Stefan Stevens or like um I don't know Daft Punk or something like I'm doing like folky stuff I'm doing like electronic stuff and it's and really moving away from like distorted, heavy riff guitars. And then, so like, I'll come back and do the show and um, they'll be like, have you heard of this band? And I'm like, I have no idea who that is. They're like, we've been playing them nonstop for the past six months. <laughs> and so like, I'll come back and learn rock from them again yeah. and kind of relearn it. And since we started doing this podcast a, a little under a year ago, like I've listened to more of that kind of stuff again, than I probably did in all the years i lived in Chicago combined.
0: Mm. yeah when um, i listen to nice you guys' podcast i keep a notes on my iphone i keep a notes portion up and i and i fucking um i'm always like trying to add songs or I mean bands i think i hit you up the other day i'm like i was like i'm like uh what was it what did the i who? hit you the, the who, who? Yes. oh the who yeah i yes. was like i was like what are you talking about the who <laughs> What do, you, what do you mean yeah.
3: you h- brought up H H U
0: H U you brought up you brought
4: up a great lapse lapse of judgment and context that we left in that episode we've been talking about this band called the who h the h u yeah for all season long and people are like the who is a old you know British classic rock band yeah like, what are you talking about they're putting out some Mongolian folk metal these days <laughs> yeah We're like no it's a whole different
0: band. i I legit exactly. like was like trying to find it and I obviously I spelt it you know not that way. As yeah. they're supposed to. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And I'm like, I'm like, did they have something new come out that's just fucking completely <laughs> They off took the a list? real hard <laughs> left turn. Yeah. I'm like, I'm like, what is going on here? Yeah, that was funny when I was like, oh, we gotta talk. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh,
4: that, I, I really appreciate that you keep notes about, about listening to our episodes. Yes. Yeah. That's, that's fantastic.
0: <laughs> oh man, especially because I once we said we were gonna, you know, I was gonna have you guys on. I, I'm like, okay. yeah, I'm, I'm going to keep, you know, I have, to, I have to have some kind of little bit of notes that I, even though <laughs> I never look at them, I always like, some I think typing, here. typing something in or writing, writing something down helps me remember in my fucking head for some reason. It's called yeah. getting old, I guess is the reason. <laughs> well, every, every, we, everyone we has you.
3: their own ways.
4: <laughs> we feel you. I, I keep meticulous catalog of like every idea and thing that we have. Cause if I don't, then it will all, you know, yeah. slide right back out the brain. <laughs>
0: Do you guys yeah, play but- music? On the show? Not yet. <laughs> no, I like do you guys like Are, do you guys play any instruments or anything like that? Oh, yet? okay.
5: <laughs> no. Uh, no. trying to get the kids into it. But oh yeah. Yeah, but so, no, not personally.
4: <laughs> here's here's a to little... sing
5: for a band. That was pretty much it.
4: We're we're one of the bands that we're trying to set up an interview with is a band that's led by a pair of brothers. Um, and and so Dan really is interested in talking to them about seeing how he can get his <laughs> sons. To follow in that or their footsteps and be a family band together. <laughs>
0: yep. Well, Dan, don't so. you you have your you have your your son you you mentioned uh, your kids on the podcast a bit, right? Don't they like some of the music you guys are into?
5: Yeah, yeah absolutely. Like they they don't have a choice to be honest. But um, <laughs>
0: <laughs> his kids well, are can. harder
4: rockers than I am.
0: <laughs> yeah,
5: they've got better taste than Aaron. Yeah. Um
4: and, and, and music. a traitor and and i have bad taste why are we still doing this together <laughs> <laughs>
5: but yeah they've um during the quarantine time one of the things that we've started doing as a family is watching concerts recorded like concerts on youtube and like that's just one thing that they absolutely love they'll get their what. Well, up until christmas now they actually have real instruments but up until christmas they lo- break out their play instruments and start playing guitar like while they're watching the artists and stuff um and now they uh, uh, my oldest has a guitar my youngest has drums so i nice. bought them
4: for christmas and haven't regretted it yet we'll see yeah <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> that's, uh, that's surprising to me that, that you let a kid that age have a drum set and you're still halfway sane
5: like hey <laughs> kids got rhythm so can't can't complain
0: how, how, how awesome. old are they
5: uh, my oldest is five, and my youngest is gonna be three. here. Oh, you're, starting you're starting them.
0: You're starting young. You're yeah. gonna, you're uh, you're gonna have a Hanson on your hands. Yeah. Uh, <laughs>
1: uh,
5: nope, not three. Only two. So it'll be more like a more like a royal blood or uh, uh,
1: trying to think of like a hailstorm kind Hail of situation. Storm, yeah.
0: <laughs> uh, I always like to when I when I talk to people, because um, like I said, I've, I've ended up. I, I was, you know, I've been grateful enough that uh grateful, grateful, gracious. I don't what am I what am I trying to say here? <laughs> um I've been lucky. We'll say I'm, I'm lucky. I'm, For, lu- fortunate, I'm fortunate. I'm fortunate. There you go. Thank you, Casey. <laughs> I've been fortunate enough to to speak to a, like to talk to a lot of uh musicians and stuff, but but when I talk to people who love music but don't play any instruments or aren't in any bands, I, I to me I can like oh, I can relate, you know, I can relate a little yeah. bit more with them. Um, And I'm going to ask this question. This might be a reoccurring question that I ask people, but what does music do for you guys?
4: Ooh, that's a great
0: question. Can,
4: can I speak to the thing that you said just before that? First, yes. Yes. Which was, um, so I think uh, actually you just, you just made me think about this a little more in depth. So I, I used to, I would say I used to play bass guitar very loosely or lightly, like not very well. Um, and then I picked up the ukulele and can, play that f- moderately nice not a really a rock instrument by any means but very uh, easy to take I, I around beg, and transport. i beg to differ oh do you I have can, a band that we need to have on a future I, episode?
0: Can, I can i can i will send you a list of bands i have ukulele players
4: ukulele rock bands yes <laughs> i'm for this yes. i'm all for this oh yeah this might be my future but the, what i was <laughs> what i was getting to is that um I, I think that for me anyway i like to talk about music and share it because i've never had a natural gift to play it and yeah. And uh, I've put in some degree of hours to learn the instruments. And it just, it just, it's very hard. Learning an instrument is very hard for me. And I've never been able to get over the hump to be like, I am legitimately good at this, Um, but I still love the music. So radio show podcast, that's kind of that way of, I think, compensating or living in that world without being able, without being an actual musician. Mm. Um, So anyway, so the question is, what does music do for us? Yes. Yes. Okay. Hmm. for honestly for me
5: i i, I it kind of provides a soundtrack to my life like i just feel like i always am trying to listen to music in one way or another it's it's slowed down a lot since the pandemic because i'm not in my car but um, yeah, I just, it's, it's a way that I kind of help myself get through certain things, whether it's, you know, death or, uh, sadness or anger or any kind of emotion. Um, I just always have songs that I associate with that can help me get through that. Or, um, it's just a, a, a way of release. Like I can sit there and drive around screaming a song at the top of my lungs and just feel like I'm getting everything off my chest. Um, and that I'm not like, keeping stuff bottled in and and you know waiting just to explode someday so
3: for me it's it's more of a it's it's a combination of an outlet because you know you just sometimes you just got to hear a good groove and bang your head a little bit sometimes you just got to work some stuff out but also you know my mom and dad were really big into rock music and so that was kind of a connection there so going to a concert I went my first concert with my dad was the who not not the Mongolian band but the actual (laughs) the actual who so so that's kind of the and my my dad played bass guitar and had had his own band with with my uncle so music kind of was always a big part of my life but it's it's also just a, a way to connect with people like going to concerts with with these guys over the years and we just always go to concerts and and then turning it into, you know, a radio show, you know, I was hoping to have a career, just kind of speak for a living, but that, you know, we're doing that, but not getting paid for it, but. <laughs> mm-hmm. You but, still
0: could, we can, we can you, get you there. You're still creating <laughs> yeah. something though, man. I think that's the biggest part, you know?
3: Yeah. But I think music, music just brings people together. And that's, that's the thing that I, I kind of enjoy about it.
2: Yeah.
4: I'm in the same boat with, with kind of what Casey just said that the music for me is definitely a way to connect with people and even going back to thinking about college and like meeting these guys i'm like um i don't put it this way i don't uh feel particularly comfortable in any room where i don't where i know that the kind of things that I'm interested in listening to are drastically different than everybody else there. Mm. So like when I was trying to figure out like where my, even my place was like going back to the beginning of the show of the, of the radio show in college, like these were guys that I felt more comfortable around. There was something, there was some degree of like acceptance and camaraderie that came with having that related taste that I had a hard time finding with most of the social circles that I tried to sort of, experiment with in college
0: yeah i think that's a huge thing too is the camaraderie part of, of, of music like going to shows with friends and yeah um you know
4: well it's,
5: i think that's a great point actually because i i don't know if me and aaron would be friends if it wasn't for our <laughs> love for music
1: <laughs> i mean it's I, the glue that holds I mean, us I'm together not saying
5: anything i'm not saying anything against him one way or another what i, what I mean by that is that we just have very outside of music. We have very, very different interests in our, in our life. Like, um, you know, he's more of a spiritual, spiritual person than I am. Uh, and just certain things like that. So I don't think if it wasn't for the the love that we will shared for rock music and, and our passion for sharing music with everybody, I'm not sure if we would have been as good friends as, as
3: we've turned out to be. Well, and having the same major and then yeah, <laughs> rooming, rooming together and <laughs> all those kind of things. Yeah. I think that's, that's a, a pretty fair point.
4: And I find that way with a lot of people. Um, It's just, it's one of those things. And I will also add to that as a related note, like um this was hard because I'm guilty of it, but I also still kind of feel that it's a true conviction, but like, I feel like if you really want to um make a quick way to make someone not like you or like permanently hold, <laughs> hold distance from you, insult their taste in music. And yeah, I, like, you I, know what, like that I, might be a, yeah. Yeah, I, like I've rarely feel like so insecure as if someone it just like shoots down something that I'm excited about trying to share with them. I'm like, oh well,
3: okay. your favorite ba- your favorite band sucks.
4: My yeah, my favorite <laughs> band sucks. I don't know if we're gonna be friends then because yeah. this is just <laughs>
0: <laughs> nothing's that, worse than say. when you're like, you like, hey, you gotta listen to this. And you're so pumped to let someone hear it and they don't like it. I'm well, like, or, I like, I'm, I, I feel like that's like the biggest part of heartbreak I've ever. I've ever felt is when I'm like, you really need to hear this. And they hear it. and They're like, yeah, okay. <laughs>
4: <laughs> Dan's Dan's holding up is your favorite band sucks shirt.
0: Oh, nice. Yeah, you know,
4: I agree. Like, it, well, I guess, I guess I might say it goes beyond just, they don't like it. But if someone actually just like, I, there's a way of responding to that. I could be like, Hey, that's not my thing. It's cool that you like it. Without necessarily like being like, your taste is garbage. (laughs) Right. It's just kind of hard though. Sometimes, sometimes I do feel like someone's taste is garbage, but it's, I've kind of learned to be careful about saying things like that because I just know, like if I were on the other end of that, like that would, I would remember that. I would remember that person said that, and it would be hard for me to, you know, trust them with connection and interests again after that. I feel like that's I was just gonna say I think that's even more so evident
5: when you're talking about somebody's band, <laughs> like yeah. their personal right. band. Like if you sell, like, cause especially that's one reason, like when we did our radio show, we always tried to stay away from playing local artists because I didn't want to be the guy to tell them that their band sucked. Uh, and like, um, it, yeah. so that's why, like whenever, cause we would constantly get people like trying to reach out to us like, Hey, you know, we're in this band. Can you play this? And it just we just tried to stay away from playing local music for that reason. Cause I, I never wanted to be that person to be like, Yeah, I'm not gonna play this. It sucks. Sorry.
4: And we would have had to turn down like nine out of 10 yeah. of the, the artists. Cause I, I, we did occasionally listen to what was sent to us. And most of it really wasn't. I'm like, you guys need, you need more practice. you need, Right. You yeah. Know. Yeah.
0: Yeah. they definitely, <laughs> Yeah. I mean, they're, they're I, don't I think the, your dream but. I think the day, <laughs> like I, I, as a music, when musicians, I I'm, I'm sure like, especially young, young ones, like it's not, as easy as just going down into the radio station and saying can you play my stuff to be found. You know you know what I mean it's mm-hmm. not like it yeah. was back yeah. in like the 60s and the 70s and you know where they could do that. Um but no I I totally get like what what you're saying about like um you know like like trying to stay away from cuz at the end of the day if someone creates something that's good on them. You know mm-hmm. if it's not your taste and if it's or if it's not as polished as they think it is like you know what the biggest thing I've learned from talking to musicians and like I said, the musicians I talk to are really like um you know like like they're they're well known musicians especially well for this region you know um yeah. they all have they all carry a level- a level of like imposter syndrome
1: mm-hmm.
0: um yeah. and and like and and when someone walks in and they don't have any of that and they're and they don't and they're not like on that that level it's um you just know what you're in for. You know what you're about to see. It's a, I, I, I see the comedians too, <laughs> you know, like, yeah, like ones who think they're the shit and they're up there and they're not on that level. Like they're usually they're not as good as, uh, you know, as good as they think.
4: <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, dude, I can totally relate to that. I think I, I was actually listening to, uh, Casey and I listened individually the other day to uh, the previous struggling artist episode where your cousin interviewed you. Oh and, yeah, um, yeah 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 and and so so we talked about how you know none of us went into radio as a as a career career i went into copywriting and copy editing mm. and and so cuz i was always told you know as a as a child all the way through college like you're a good writer you could do something with this but as i got older I didn't have the confidence to do anything with it. So I kind of pivoted and started being a copy editor, which was great because then I don't have to put my own work out there, but I get to, to fix other people's work right? and fix other people's. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah, it was yeah. a much safer thing. And so one of the main reasons why I was excited about us doing this podcast to begin with, I was like, and and a big difference between the radio st- uh, show and the podcast is this is us forcing ourselves to put something of ourselves out there, like of our personality, something we've created, put our stamp of approval on. If it's trash, you know, well, it's out there. And so part of it was just getting over that hump of, of of not, uh, I don't know if it would be the imposter syndrome per se, but just getting over the hump of being willing to put something out there that has your name on it and that you can't blame anybody else if it's not good. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And so
0: that's good. So it's it kind of got you. Did it get you over that little fear?
4: it's helped for sure. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, it's, it's definitely a, a, a piece of that puzzle. I want us to continue evolving and growing and, you know, expanding into other things. I'm more than willing to, you know, uh, be creative in new, in new directions. Do you guys, do you do, do you write still? Um, a little bit. Um, actually here. so here's, here's something weird. I don't even, did I even tell you guys about the Dan and Casey about the thing that I write for? Sometimes I told Casey about it. I don't think Dan cared. Yeah. Um, <laughs> like he said, we don't have a lot of overlapping interests. <laughs> so, so, so I, I reached out, so I decided, you know, as part of this process a year, probably almost two years ago that I was going to try to be a little bit more of like a freelance copywriter and, and like offer my services to people that I, that I appreciated. Hmm. So there's this app, this game that I, that I played on my phone. Um, and it's a nostalgia based like wrestling based card game it's called it's called 80s mania wrestling returns okay so i reached out to this guy cold called him i was like hey if you send me the copy like for all the lo- like the lines of your game like i'll copy edit that and I'll send it back to you. And if you like what I do, we could talk about maybe me coming on and doing some type of work as you continue evolving your games. And it worked. And so we've had a business relationship for like two years now. Me and this the guy that that makes that app and, it, and has actually come up with more games since then. And I've become like his like second hand, like right hand man, like for brainstorming creative content for that's these awesome.
0: games. That's awesome. That's yeah. awesome. Nice.
4: And so, so that's where most of my writing comes into it. It's it's writing these like. Quippy little lines of uh of copy about like some wrestler that's based on Han Solo from Star Wars or something like it's the silliest thing but it's so much fun
0: (laughs) writing writing copy too it's it's a different animal than like some stuff you know what I mean like you gotta put you gotta put creativity into it but you gotta follow the structure as well um you know and at the end of the day I mean you you need people to want to they want them to like what you're writing because it's going to, you know, it's, that's how they make money off of it. <laughs> exactly, exactly. So, do, um, K- Casey and Dan, do you guys do any other kind of creativity stuff on the side? or
5: No. Uh, <laughs> the only thing that, you know, when we were doing the radio show is I would just kind of edit music. Um, that was like the only thing that I, I figured creative, but... Uh, No, for the most part, I I, my kids take up majority of my time.
0: Well, how's that? Being a dad, I'm not a dad, so I wouldn't know. But is uh being a dad that's got to be a, you know, I mean, that's got to be something different. Um, how old are you? You're young. I'm
5: 36. It's it's pretty incredible. Um, being a dad. Um, you know, I'll be. it's, it's also a struggle too. Like I'm not a very patient person. Mm. Um, and I have two kids that are very close in age and all they fucking do is fight all the
1: fucking time. <laughs> they just fight. They're two
5: boys. They just beat the shit out of each other.
0: That's why you got them um, instruments.
1: Exactly, yep. <laughs> then they else. use
5: those instruments to beat the shit out of each other with. It's <laughs> yeah. fucking, oh my god. Um, so <laughs> yeah, that's that's I feel like my, my life has become just a referee. I literally am just like the most word in this house, like the most used word in this house is separate, separate right now, separate. Um, and it, yes, yeah, so it, it, it's fun. There are some very rewarding times. Like, I'm a huge, as you can tell behind me, I'm a huge Dragon Ball Z fan. I don't know if you can see these, but they're <laughs> Funko Pops. Yep. Um, and so like, m- watching the show with my my oldest son um, and him getting all excited about it—that shit is cool as hell. Like him getting excited about the same things that I'm excited about—that is is just awesome. That's, yeah, but that's then, gotta like, be cool. Dealing with the the shit that requires patience is not my forte, so <laughs> I have to uh,
3: grow patience. We'll say. <laughs> what about so, you, there, Casey? You. Do you do anything? Ah, uh, the podcast pretty much is my main focus and i mean you don't I, I wrestle
0: a, you'd be a, uh, no, no. Dude, you look like you'd be an awesome wrestler dude.
3: i wish i if if i if i wasn't born with cerebral palsy i i would be probably a wrestler but mm. uh yeah casey's talked about being a wrestling announcer like
4: or something along those lines before and i think he'd be pretty good at it
3: no, yeah not,
4: i agree <laughs> he's definitely got the
3: knowledge yeah <laughs> yeah i i would love to do to do something like that but i i haven't i haven't uh that hasn't uh, been one of the interests that i've pursued
0: <laughs> well i mean fa- i think like when i talk to pe- i mean i talk to people like um yeah i've talked to people who just are fans of stuff before and, and there's a certain level of like like how you guys are with music like to be into a fandom of something like that of that that much um i i feel like it's it's almost its own creative venture you know what i'm saying? Um, yeah. and like, like I'm a huge fan of fucking movies and that, that's why I've, I've written screenplays for most of my life. And, um, you know, I'm a big fan of movies and, 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 and music. So like doing stuff like this really, I mean, it, it's, it takes, you know, it, it helps with that whole release or whatever.
3: Yeah.
4: So that'd be satisfying. Yeah. Now you've been doing, how long have you been doing this show? I don't know when you, or,
0: I, so or- it launched in 2016. Okay. Um, and then, wow. well, no, 2017, it, it launched in 2017 and then it got, it, it went away. Um, I moved and, and like my, my host, he had like, he was, his work was just crazy. So, um, and then I brought it back. In uh, January of 2020, when I okay before anything, but I was like, I'm gonna bring my podcast back. This is gonna be great, and then <laughs> and then everyone had a podcast because of the pandemic, <laughs> right. which is, yeah, which is yeah, awesome yeah. though. Like, I, there's so many new podcasts that I listen to now, so it's great. But like, uh, you know, so that was kind of like how I just like started i started doing it again and i I had to learn how to do remote stuff because i was living in Mm -hmm. a city where i knew nobody so i wasn't even like i could go out and find people um so like it all started it all happened there and then and then the pandemic hit and i was prepared
4: (laughs) you know (laughs) yeah right that's the we're one we're one of those pandemic podcasts i'm glad
0: Um, i'm glad i'm glad i'm happy you guys are here like you know is there any plan on going back to the radio show
3: yeah eventually we we we're wanting to get the vaccine first before we do that we we talked about because our our friend that now runs the radio station he actually went to school with us when we and, and was on our show at some at one point oh, nice. yeah that's true that's true but uh he, back in. Last September he's like, Hey, we're opening the, the school <laughs> back up and we're like, Yeah, we're still not coming. Yeah.
1: <laughs> well,
5: and yeah, th- like simultaneously, like the next day it was reported on the news that Lindawood had the most COVID cases of any school in the entire
3: city. Mm. Yeah.
5: So we're like, no, we're not going back there. We're <laughs>
3: yeah, back. we're not gonna be in a tiny room where other people possibly have COVID.
5: Sit there and breathe and talk all fucking day too.
4: <laughs> Dan and KC live with like within like I don't know, is it fifteen? walking distance from each other, like walking yeah, walk distance from house, each other, honestly, like, yeah. pr- probably 10, and, 15 and, minutes. And they've still, you know, not really entered each other's bubble.
0: That's a safe, it's being safe, man. Like outside, yeah. I don't really, I see like, there's like two or three people I'll interact with outside of, you know, just doing my job or whatever. And, and like, yeah. you know, and that's yes. that, but, um, well, so uh, you'll be able to do a remote now that you guys know how to do stuff that remotely, right. You could be on the show remotely. Well, I, so far I don't think we figured out how to make that happen. No.
4: <laughs> which is which is why honestly when I've been trying to like low key like pitch these guys to do a podcast for like a few years. Yeah. some sort and they weren't they just weren't that interested in it. And then the pandemic hit and um after I don't know probably a month of them not doing the show <laughs> Dan texts me and Casey and he's like, "Hey, do you guys just want to like get on a Zoom call or something and talk for a while about music? Because I really miss talking about music. <laughs> you had I a niche. Like, you had a niche that needed to be scratched.
1: That's yeah, right. right. <laughs> that's yes. right. I'm yes. like, for,
4: I'm like, one. That's this is the most precious thing Dan has ever said. And two, <laughs> and two, this is my in to pitch them the podcast again. And yeah, yeah. so, and so, this time they're like, yeah, let's let's do that. You're like um, in the dark now, Aaron. I know, I know. the sun's going down light. behind me, and, and <laughs> so, so I tried to turn on the light in this thing whenever we started recording, and I pulled the, the, the string right out of the light, okay. and so now I can't... <laughs> I'm just sitting here in the dark now. I have to get all up on the camera, uh, like some kind of weird owl. Thing I actually on like had a um security
0: cam. I, I had a I had a, a, a like a pro wrestling referee on the podcast. I listened yeah. uh, to that. One. Jesse yeah. Fields and. I forgot to turn the light on before we started the podcast and it, it ended up like that like <laughs> yeah and I was the host you know <laughs> so <laughs> you got you
4: got a real nice lighting
0: situation going on over there You're Yeah to I know. tried it's... I try you know I tried I got good. the lamps on and you know the, I got this lamp over here that would fuck everything <laughs> but um, all right so listen guys we're 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 getting, we're almost at a an hour and 30 which is awesome and I don't want to take Ooh. up too much more of your time so let's uh w- social media where can they find Um, the itch, what what day do you guys drop new episodes?
4: Well, um one of the reasons why we've been trying to talk about where they wanted to officially change the podcast name is because all of our handles, um, our website, our Twitter, our Facebook, and Gmail are all itch rocks, I T C H R O C K S, as we make sure to say. (laughs) Um, and so we're like, we need these things to be consistent. Who's gonna listen to a Rock Matters podcast when your website is itch rocks? Like, what does itch have to do with anything? But anyway. So, yeah, that's where you can you can find us and uh, so, I don't know about this one. It depends exactly when you drop this episode, but we are. We're planning to release, so it either will have just happened or it'll be just about to happen. We're planning to release the first episode of season two on February twenty second, and uh, so far we've been releasing on Mondays, which will actually coincide
5: with uh, it'll be the seventeen year
4: anniversary of the start of our radio show.
0: Nice. Are you guys gonna hit hit that? Like, is that gonna be a, a you know a point of the show? Yes. It will be. Yeah, awesome, awesome. That's awesome.
4: All right, so- actually, what we'll have to come up with some fresh stuff to talk about. Cause what we were going to do that episode about was kind of like an introduction and in like a history of us. And you've just covered like all those things <laughs> yeah. right here. Yeah. So just, we're just going to come on and be like, Hey, go listen to the struggling artist podcast. Yeah. Uh, that was what this episode was going to be. Oh, and, that's
0: and awesome. So- <laughs> right, hey, do me one more thing. Um, on the fly, each one of you sh- yell out a band that the listeners can go listen to that, um, that, that they might not know of, um, cuz one and I'm going to write them down because I'm going to listen to them too As <laughs> I do that now so
4: I got one for you. You got we got one Dan?
3: Um I no, okay, going go first. Uh, <laughs> Saul, the band Saul, S A U L. And I've heard
0: you talk about them and I have not listened to them because I didn't know how to spell it. So, I'm glad <laughs> yeah. you just spelt it for me cuz I'm pumped to listen to these guys.
3: Check, check out their album Rises Equals. It's 14 tracks and I I enjoy every single track on the album. It they were they were very, very high on my top twenty list. They sure were. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, Aaron. I, mine is
4: uh a band called Teenage Wrist and I mentioned them last year. We did a, an episode where we did awards and I was talking about albums we're most looking forward to in 2021 and they were my nominee. Their album, Earth is a Black Hole, came out yesterday, actually, and I've been listening to it repeatedly uh, between then and when we came in to re- start recording this podcast. So <laughs> it's a good one.
5: Um I'll go with one that we kind of mentioned on our show, uh, fever Three Thirty Three. I just have been really digging this band. It's kind of a, a good mix of rap and hard rock and, and just really good, uh, lyrics about the
0: social issues going on right now. All right. I got them all written down. I'm going to listen to these and, and, and hopefully, you know, my listeners will too. And, uh, I appreciate, I, I appreciate you guys coming on, man. And this was fun. I'm sorry. It took an hour and a half of your time.
4: oh no No,
3: we're we're just we're
4: like aria we have as much time as you need (laughs) yeah
3: yeah. no we we appreciate you having us on your show and we you know that's the one thing that's been so awesome about doing podcast is connecting with other podcasters and you're the first one that that we've done this type of thing with and we we appreciate you having us on the show it it really means a lot thank you
1: thank you yeah
5: really appreciate it and i I will say that this has been quite a fun experience it's (laughs) Um, it, it's it's all just part of the surreal experience of of having a successful podcast and or, and or I guess trying to make your podcast successful is what I should say. But um, it, it really is awesome that you that you uh, had us on your show, and and it means a lot to us. And and it is it just it continues to be surreal this whole thing
0: to me is just yeah. Awesome. If you guys ever want to come back, man, we can just chop it up about music next time. Oh yeah, you know we can go Absolutely. we can go one for one. You know, or or I guess it would be one to one to three but you know we, we... Yeah.
3: yeah also like, happy to be your first uh foursome on, uh, yeah, on the interview yeah yeah i never
0: thought i never thought i would i never thought i would laugh so much during a foursome so i i, yeah. <laughs> I was quite entertained i will say oh boy we're glad we're looking that for desist. that's right we're happy to be this is
4: our first uh time where we're a guest on somebody else's show and so that's exciting for us and like i said we're still plotting out some future episodes for this season one of the things on the agenda is figuring out a way to a, a good spot for you to come in and talk about some stuff with us too yeah so. yeah, yeah absolutely uh, well
0: if you ever want me to i could ramble on about whatever you want trust me <laughs> 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 all right that's we'll the ready. itch everybody all right that's the show i want to thank the itch the gentleman of the itch not just the itch the gentleman of the itch uh, for coming on with me tonight guys check out their podcast this will drop the day after their season two launch uh which will which you'll just want to search the itch um with your with your um what is this a podcast with the with your podcast platform just search the itch and you'll find them um you know they know a lot about bands uh, a lot about bands that i never even heard of and and i like that i like listening to new things and i'm sure you do too so check them out a couple things i just want to talk about real quick with you guys um since you're listening hopefully you're still listening <laughs> um i want to move forward with a bunch of of ideas i have for this podcast and um you know, uh, I want to do. A, I want to have a website done, and, and and just you know, help with the social media. Um, I want to do giveaways. I started a giveaway already, and uh, the winners of that they should have received their uh, their records this week. Um, I want to do bonus bonus content for people. I guess what I'm getting at is, uh, and I hate, I hate, I hate doing this. This is not me at all. Um, I signed up for buy me a coffee for the podcast, and uh, it's going to help. Um, offset some of the costs, what, what, what people donate or, or contribute, I should say, is going to help, um, offset some of the costs that I have for the overhead for the podcast. So this is going to help with running the website. This is going to help with getting, um, more stuff to give away. Um, you know, I've got, I've got lots of ideas and like I said, I want to do it. I'm going to do exclusive content for contributors. um, and, uh, all that's getting worked out now. And when, when there's more, I'm not going to launch the, uh, the buy me a coffee thing until I have everything worked out. Cause I'm not going to ask for contributions and then not have something to back it up with right away. Cause it's just not who I am. And I don't like asking at all. So this is like, like super fucking crazy of me to do, um, but yeah, so I, that's gonna happen, and then, like I said, I, I'm hoping there's gonna be a website uh, soon, um, you know, a place to go and where you can look at past guests and and check out their art or check out you know their social media. I'll have links to all that. Um, yeah, so I I got stuff in the works. I want to make this. I want to make it happen. You know, now's the time. Um, I just need a little help from you, from my friends. <laughs> As, uh, And again, asking, asking for help is, is, is a thing I don't do either. So this is like, um, I'm just rambling because I'm, I'm, I'm nervous about doing any of this. Cause why would anybody want to help me? You know? Um, anyway, guys, thanks again for listening. Um, be on the lookout for some more info about what's going on. Uh, Um, doing things a little different here and there. And, uh, I hope you guys enjoy everything. Check me out on Twitter, uh, at trevallen 81. Um, you know, the podcast is, uh, at podcast TSA. Um, oh, oh, something else too. I'm going to start doing like a, um, like a section, uh, well a section a section for the podcast where maybe I'll take questions from listeners if they want to hit us up um on the social medias uh we're on Facebook now too. I forgot that's the struggling artist podcast if you want to check out that on facebook um but uh yeah i know i i I want to do like when I have guests on i I might just start um. Announcing who the guests are going to be, then ask if anyone has any questions for them, and then uh, we can go from there. But don't, you know, make it make it good. I don't want to hear, you know, um, like, don't talk shit to my guests. Talk shit to me, not my guests, I guess, is what I'm saying. Um, but I don't think you guys will. Everyone who listens, you seem to be listening, you know, all the time. By the way, shout out to France. Um, I cannot pronounce the name of your city. Uh, without butchering it in my terrible new England American accent, but shout out to you um because you've been listening whoever whoever is in that city in france and i'm gonna try to i'm gonna listen to the name of the city and see if I can um enunciate it properly pronounce it correctly um but yeah you've been listening since the beginning, and uh every week you're you must be a subscriber because every week. I see that that boom, that one in France pops up every week before like my family and friends listen in fucking Rhode Island, which is fucking you know an hour away. Uh, <laughs> so shout out to you. Um, you know it, it blows my mind that anyone wants to listen, never mind, listen to every episode. Um, if you're on the social medias, France, hit me up. Um, or email me, the struggling artist podcast at gmail.com. Um, like I said, we're on Facebook, the struggling artist podcast, Instagram podcast, TSA, Twitter podcast, TSA. Um, I'm on Twitter, Trev Allen, 81. Check me out, uh Everybody. Um, well don't check me out. Yeah, I'm I'm nobody. But check out the podcast cuz that's I get awesome people on here. All right, I'm done rambling. This is uh this podcast is going on way too long today. That's okay though cuz I enjoyed it. Uh you guys take care of yourselves and we'll talk to you next week. Oh, and before I forget cuz I've already said it once, but I want to say it again. Our outro was composed by friend of the show, dear friend of mine, Jonathan Rodriguez. I love you, buddy. Thank you for everything you do. Keep making music.